It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You are locked on wizards, your daily Washington wizards podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. This is your host, Ed Oliver, DC Sports YouTuber. You can follow me on Twitter at EDT, triple O, FLA, double T. And we have a familiar special guest here, Anthony Cittadino. Uh, I know you guys are super, super familiar with him. He was just the uh, host of the Locked On Wizards. How you how you feeling tonight, man? Ed, my man, thank you so much for having me on, man. I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to be back, uh, you know, Hanging out here on Lockdown Wizards. Can't wait to talk some Wizards hoops. I, I mean, after all the offseason moves, um, I'm super pumped to really talk with you. I've been listening to a lot of what you've been doing, man. Um, and it sounds great. Love the content. Love um, everything that's been going on in the offseason. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, to, to be on here with you. Definitely, yeah. Um, so before we get started, I wanna, we we're going to touch on all the – we're going to recap all the moves of the offseason – uh, just give a grade, a give a, give a pulse on the moves that Tommy Shepard made so far. But before we get into this episode, uh, make sure you guys check out Fridays on Locked On NBA. Fridays on Locked On NBA with Nick Angsted of Locked On Mavericks and Adam Maris of Locked On Nuggets. Power rank the week that was in the NBA. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's hop into it. Um, so of course, you know, everybody knows about the, uh, Russell Westbrook trade, the blockbuster trade. We got Montrezl Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, KCP. Um, how do you, how did you, what was your reaction to that trade and how do you, how did you feel about that trade? Man, my reaction, oh, I, I couldn't, I, I, I mean, really after the past couple of seasons, you know, the big, you know, huge news after they, they shipped John Wall out, big, big blockbuster trade, bringing Russ in. And, what 
what it really seemed like for me is, you know, guys like Russ and, you know, other superstars that have really touched in Washington for like a year or two that have like gotten out. I mean, that kind of seemed like the case for Russ and that trade, I think it was best for both, for, for both parties. Tommy Shepard knew that he needed more depth. Russell Westbrook wanted to win. So obviously his choice was to go back home, go to LA and bringing back that sort of depth. I mean, right now the, the moves that, that Tommy made bringing, you know, bringing in Caldwell Pope, Spencer Dinwiddie, Montrez Harrell, Kyle Kuzma. I mean, just a lot of guys. I mean, Aaron Holiday, just a, a lot of guys like that that can add off the bench, that can add, I mean, to other starting rotations throughout the season. Ed, I give, I give Tommy Shepard, I give him an A, man. I'm going to give him an A. Maybe not an A plus, not an A minus, not a B plus. I'm going to give him an A right now because, man, that's what they needed last year. They needed depth. Last year was all, all we saw was Russ, Brad, and just straight handoffs to those guys. And, I mean, it was brutal for those, for those guys. And what else could they do? I mean, they had nothing, they had not much to work with. And that's, and that's not on what the Wizards were doing. They were just asking a lot of guys to do far more than what they were capable of doing. Their starting rotations, all of their rotations. Scott Brooks was really all over the place. Now, with a new head coach, Wes Unseld Jr., I, I, I love it. My, my last episode with Ben, that was my, that was my pick. That was also Ben's pick to, uh, to um, uh, um, that Tommy Shepard was going to hire, which I think it was a perfect, perfect fit. Ed, I think that they're, that they're going into a great, great era right now. They have a lot of great young pieces. They have so much depth. They have Thomas Bryant coming back healthy. They have a lot of, a lot of big guys with the acquisition of Daniel Gafford last year, another, another Tommy Shepard gem there. I, I give Tommy an A, man. Since he has taken over, I think it's been great. I think he made that, that Russell trade last year. I think it was necessary for, you know, I mean, ticket sales. I mean, obviously with, you know, with COVID, that was tough. But again, with, you know, with merchandise sales and all that sort of stuff, bringing an all-star, bringing a household name to Washington, and then making the trade, obtaining all the steps. So now they, have, now they have something to work with. I loved it. I don't know about you, Ed. What did you think? I, I personally, I like the trade. I thought we got three guys that, that can play in Harold and Kuzma and KCP. Um, I've been the biggest Kuzma supporter. Uh, I know there's not a lot out there. Uh, I think he's one of the former Lakers that can revive his career. Like I said, uh, all the guys, Jordan Clarkson, Brendan Ingram, D'Angelo Russell, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball. I mean, the list go Thomas. You can even throw Thomas Bryant in the book with the Lakers that left and did a lot better. Um, so I'm, I'm rooting for him. I, I think he can do well with the Wizards if we do end up keeping him. Uh, Montrose Harold too, six man of the year. He these guys can play. They're not scrubs. They can play. It's just hard to play with the Lakers and LeBron. If you're not getting him a championship, then you know you're going to be on the trade block instantly with LeBron. So the value we got back um, from, and we got a pick, and we flipped that for Aaron Holiday and um, Isaiah Todd. So I think Isaiah Todd is going to be a solid uh, NBA player. It's, it could take some years, but um, and we're going to have more cap space next year. You know, Russell Westbrook, forty-seven million dollars could have opted into that. Next year, if he was on the Wizards, and that would have been rough uh, for the Washington Wizards. But I love Russell Westbrook. I love what he brought to D.C. Nobody could, nobody plays as hard as Russ. Um, there will be games where Russ will shoot three for 19 and have a triple-double and will win. So he can have some of the worst 
shooting percentages and still impact the game in a positive way. So um, it was a treat to watch him here for one year. Um, he got us a couple of national TV games where we weren't supposed to have any national TV games at all. And um, I, I like the way he played. But for, for Tommy to flip that, and like you said, Daniel Gafford, I'm a Daniel Gafford stan. We had zero defense before Daniel Gafford came to the Wizards. Uh, we had a rim protector. We have somebody that can actually jump off the floor and dunk the ball. No disrespect to Robin Lopez, but he just couldn't jump over a phone book. And um, Dale Gafford was just – he was a breath of fresh air, somebody who could catch lobs and actually block a shot. So I loved – loved that. So I, I gave I give Tommy an A on that trade too because, you know, Russ requested a trade, so we had no choice. Uh, it wasn't like we could keep him anyway. Um, but, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, out of the three Lakers, which one do you think will have the biggest – impact uh, for, a positive impact for the Washington Wizards. Ed, I didn't know you were such a fan of Kyle Kuzma, man. We got to discuss that more for sure. But out of the Lakers guys, I mean, between Contavious, Caldwell Pope, Montrezl Harrell, and Kyle Kuzma, we forget what Kyle Kuzma put up before LeBron went to LA before Anthony Davis got to LA. I mean, Kyle Kuzma was, was one of their leading scorers. Contavious Caldwell Pope, I mean, everyone wants to fixate on, on this past season. The season prior, he was their third best scorer in the finals. Could have been argued to be the third or fourth best player during the finals, their finals run against, you know, when they beat Miami. Right. And then you have Montrez Harrell, a guy who's, who's 6'8", and, and you'd be like, what? He's 6'8"? He plays like he's seven foot. You got this power forward, small forward guy, that plays so thunderous. And honestly, it's, it's such a good feeling to have all these guys there. I mean, from such a – I mean, you know, a lot of people like, like to say last year that Russell Westbrook's trade value was not high at all, and that's just not true at all. These players that they got, all of these players can contribute. All of these players are valuable. In my opinion, I, I, I can't wait to discuss more Kyle Kuzma with you. I, I do have high hopes for him. I really, really do. I, I, I have high hopes for Montrez Harrell, though. I do, especially with, with the, the array of, of big men that the Washington Wizards have right now. Going through, I think he'd fit in so well to that rotation. Daniel Gafford, I know, is going to give Thomas Bryant a, a run for that starting position. But again, like we said, if Thomas Bryant is shooting the way he was shooting before, He's probably going to get that starting position. I think that Montrezl Harrell would compliment him nice, the power forward. I know that, you know, there's going to be a lot of different rotations that, um, that West tries. Um, but, Ed, I love uh, – I think Kyle Kuzma and, you know, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, they, they both can, can, can play so well this coming season in, in Washington. Spencer Dinwiddie, though, coming off a big injury. Ed, what do we think about him because – before he got injured, he played, what, three games into the season before he got injured? The season prior to that, I think he was putting up over 20. That, that Brooklyn team was, was something, I mean, before they, had, before they got the big three and obviously, you know, what they have now. But, but that Brooklyn team was so much fun to watch. And Spencer Dinwiddie, one of the, one of the uh, you know, focal points and, you know, playmakers on that squad. What, what do we think about him coming in? Yeah, I definitely did want to get to Spencer Dinwiddie, but before we – Get into Dinwiddie because there's a lot to talk about him, you know, the whole Bitcoin thing and how he fits with the Wizards. You know, Wes Unsettled said that he could be a dynamic fit. Um, but before we get into Dinwiddie, 
This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Um, right now, the Cowboys and Bucks are playing. I was looking at the score. I think it's seven to seven right now. Um, I want Tom Brady to blow them out. So it, I, I think it was an easy pick them to pick the Bucks. The 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 spread was seven and a half, but the over under for that game, I, I didn't even look at it. But it's fourteen seven right now, so the Bucks are winning. Um, so that's great. Baseball season's in full swing too. Don't forget about that. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs, runs to the playoffs, head to the website or use mobile device or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. The promo code is locked on. This episode is also brought to you by Direct TV. Um, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends logging for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that in entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. It's compatible, device required. Content varies by package. All right, so let's get into Spencer doing So I, I just want to talk about his fit next to Bradley Bill. You know, Bradley Bill has played with John Wall. has played with Russell Westbrook. Um, the Wizards, we just seem to find to ha- have a way with really, really with great point guards. We had Gilbert Arenas, um, what, 10 years ago now or, or more than that now. But um, some way, somehow, we find we find good point guards. It's it's hard. We, we don't really have some of the best bigs in the world, but we do find point guards. But I do want to talk about Spencer Dinwiddie's fit. Do you think that he could possibly be a better fit for this roster or uh, next to Bradley Bill than what Russell, what Russell Westbrook was last year. And that's so tough to say because Russell Westbrook is, you know, a Hall of Fame talent. He's he's a superstar. He's one of the greatest. He's probably the most athletic point guard ever. Um, to say that he's a better, to say that Spencer fits better somewhere, I I don't want it to be a slight at Russ, but I mean, in terms of what this team is now with all their depth, with how much that they, that they can spread, you know, that they can spread the floor, move the ball. Now they have more options. It's really not just two guys. And, and, and a lot of, you know, I mean, I know Rui, I don't want to take any sort of credit, you know, away from Rui, but again, Rui is, is not as aggressive on the offensive end. Like, you know, right. I mean, a great defense, defensive player, obviously he can, he can almost defend all, all positions, but again, it's not that aggressive on the offensive end, which led last year, Russell and Bradley pretty much just being a two-man show on the offensive end, which resulted in their record. And this year, their depth is – it shows just such more of a, uh, you know, a fluid team that they can actually, you know, can, can spread the floor, man. So I, I really think that, that Spencer Dinwiddie is a, is a better fit now. Let's say if Spencer Dinwiddie was, was on the squad last year, no – Absolutely not. I mean, Russell Westbrook will be starting over Spencer. No, no way. But, but this year, for sure, for sure, yes. Yeah, Spencer is is the right man for the job. Absolutely, I love what he does. Uh, he was, you know, before he got hurt, he was absolutely that. That was one of the that was one of the most fun Brooklyn Nets teams I've watched in a long time. Tell you the truth, before they made that trade, 
Um, they had so much depth, but obviously now they have, you know, the big three. Ed, I, I, I think that he's going to compliment Bradley Beal very, very well. He's not going to need to score as much as Russell, right? Bradley is, you know, obviously, you know, he's continuing his prime. He's continuing to climb that ladder. Who knows what he's going to average this year? It could be 33, it could be 34. We don't know. I mean, Bradley Beal, he's just a machine. You know, he, he wasn't able to um, play in Tokyo due to, you know, COVID restrictions and all that, which, right. which stunk. That really stunk. I mean, he really wanted to play on that team. Uh, we all wanted him to play for that team, for sure. Uh, the replacements weren't. It wasn't vast. It was very. It was a very strange year for the Olympics, and, and Bradley Beal should have been a part of that team, a starting member of that team, obviously. And uh, you know, obviously for other reasons too. You know, him and Jason Tatum are brothers. Like they, they wanted to play together, and that mm-hmm. that would have been awesome. But again, it 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 it, it left him for a, a long period of time to, for him to to rest, for him to get better, and for him to work on his game, which he has been doing with with uh, with his trainer Drew Hamlin, which you know we we follow. We've been seeing videos like crazy that they've been doing so many, um, uh, so many runs with, with random NBA players. It's been awesome to watch. So I can't wait to see um, Bradley Beal in his, what is this 10th year at it? Year number 10. Yeah. It's crazy because I, um, we're the same age. So you we were in the same class and oh, wow. high school and, um, the same we're the same grade you know that's what i mean I, we didn't go to school together or anything like that but we were in the same you know grade. same age yep yep yeah so same age so it is interesting to see how mature he is at his age and especially with all the money that he's had and just handling his money i don't know how he handles his money but just just the maturity level you see how he acts on and off the court he's a leader he's not the most vocal guy but you know when he talks the guys listen and they follow his lead so i mean especially being on a, on a wizards team taking that leadership role um, this is his team now. And, and Tommy Shepard just said that he's building the team around Bradley Bill. Um, I know there's a lot of people that want to see the Wizards go in a different direction and just blow it up because we kind of are in that, um, you know, eighth playing spot, you know, kind of basketball purgatory, if you want to call it that. Um, how, how do you feel about the Wizards' direction moving forward with Bradley Bill as the best player building around him? Do you think that's the right direction or um, – do you believe that the Wizards should have went a different direction? You know, I know the Warriors offered for Bradley Bill. I know the Celtics are trying to get Bradley Bill really badly. Of course, like you say, with Jason Tatum, that dynamic there. Uh, basically, every team has inquired. I feel like the Lakers. I probably name all thirty teams. All thirty teams are named right, Bradley. I think everybody, right, the right. Miami Heat, Photoshop, and Bradley right. Bill in the jersey every other. Oh, day. absolutely. Yeah, all these contenders have inquired. They have, and it, it, we would be foolish to think if. If, if they haven't reached out to that to, to Brad and talk, talk to him, we know tampering goes on all the time, all the time throughout the season. We know it. It's just, if you get caught, you get caught. Right. But tampering goes on all the time. Brandy Beal wanting to be in Washington, DC, him wanting to still be here. That's all you need. That's all Tommy needs. Right. Like him, you have your superstar. You just need his okay for sure. Like if if he, if it was his, his plan to leave, you saw what Russ did. He asked for a trade. You see what all these guys do. They ask for trades. Anthony Davis got exactly what he wanted. You know when he asked for a trade, he went to the Lakers for sure. Bradley Beal wants to stay here, and obviously Tommy Shepard is more than willing to keep him here for sure. So Tommy Shepard is the happiest man alive. He that he has someone to build around like Bradley Beal for sure. I mean one of the if not the best 
scoring shooting guard in the league. I mean, I know that, you know, that there's also Harden, you know, him, him and Harden are, you know, going to about, you know, fight that out for it. But again, a superstar shooting guard. And that is a hundred percent the right move right now. If he wants to stay, if he doesn't want to stay, then Ed, you know, then, then Tommy will, will look at his options. But right now, 100% the right play is what he's doing. Absolutely. I, I, I do think that building around Bradley Beal, going into this season with Bradley Beal as a focal point, all these guys, a lot of young guys, you have, you have some you know, more veteran players. You, you do have a lot, of, a lot more depth than last year, for sure. A lot more fast guys, too. I like what you said about Daniel Gafford, too, a guy that can, can actually dunk. When was the last time you remember a guy that was a lob threat? Especially now you guys, now you got some passers on the team too with Spencer Dinwiddie. So, right. so again, again, Wizards have not had lob cuts like that in a, in a long time. Montrez Harold too. You got guys that can really, really create some, you know, fast paced play. I, I think this was a hundred percent the right, right idea. Tommy Shepard has done a tremendous job with what he's had to work with coming in. I mean, we don't want to talk about Ernie Grunfeld. We, we don't <laughs> want to get into that era, but again, Tommy Shepard, he is transitioning from that era. I don't know about you, man, but I think he's done a tremendous job. It's been incredible. Yeah, I thought he's done a, I thought he's done a, a good job. Um, drafting Rui, he went against the grain on that when a lot of people did not think Rui was going to go that high. I thought he was a good pick for being the ninth pick. Um, you know, a lot. some people wanted Cam Reddish, and uh, some of my buddies convinced me to get him, but I'm happy that we got Rui instead of him. Rui's been really good. Like you said, everybody said it. He just has to be more aggressive. He has to. And some people are blaming on the offense, but some of it's on him. And we know the talent is. 100% there. it is. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of it's on him, I feel like, too. But yeah. yeah, you see the dunks where he's screaming to people's face and he dunked on Anthony Davis. That's the real one to see. And he, he's got to improve that three pointer, too. Uh, his three point percentages no weren't great. That's going to come. This is his third year coming in the league. So, it, it, you know, you look at other guys, it takes them a long time to get that shot down. That NBA three down is definitely a difference from college. Um, so, I mean, it, I, I think Rui's going to be great, but he has to have that mindset. I think guys like Kuzma's going to push him. And this lineup is going to be – we got a lot of wings. We have, you know, Bertans, Kuz, Rui, KCP, I guess, if you want to call him a forward. Kispert is, is, a, is a three as well. So, uh, we went from having zero wings like Isak Bonga and Anthony Gill had to get a lot of playing time in the playoffs uh, and down the stretch, which was, which was rough. No disrespect to those guys. Um, and Isak is with the Raptors right now, Wizards legend. But, um, you know, it was rough. After Denny got hurt, Denny I, – I, did, I, I, did I forget to say Denny too? I mean, we have so many wings now. We went from having zero wings to about eight, eight to seven wings. Isaiah Todd, we have so many wings on this roster. So I do want to get who you think is going to start, who do you think is going to close um, in your best defensive lineup. But before we do get into that, and then we'll talk about if the if the Wizards – did improve from last year, and also where do we think they stack up in the Eastern Conference? Um, the Nets have made a couple of more, a couple of more moves. They signed some old guys, Paul Millsap, Lamarcus Aldridge, um, and of course the Bulls made moves as well. Um, before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer. Choose the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. They have everything you can need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. 
Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need from rockauto.com. This episode is also brought to you by Bill Bar. Uh, my favorite flavor is cookies and cream. You can check out their coconut flavor, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, double chocolate, strawberry, orange, and German chocolate. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are your not only are Bill Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too. Check out the macros from 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today and get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Bill Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Bill.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bill.com. All right, so uh, let's let's start off with your starting lineup. Um, I do want to talk about the center position a little bit. It's just so many moves that they made. Oh, it's dicey. Oh, it's dicey. Yeah, it is. It's real competitive. <laughs> so many moves they made, just so many players and not a lot of minutes, where last year it was kind of like, okay, we, we know these guys are going to play. I'm happy we're not going to see a three-guard lineup anymore. I mean, Wes could try it with Aaron Holiday and Neto and, and Brad, I guess, and Dinwiddie, but I highly doubt we see something like that again, but um, I just want to, who's your, who's your opening night starting lineup. And then also when Thomas Bryant does come back right, and get his feet under him, because usually when they come back, I, I don't think Thomas is going to start day one. Yeah. It's not going to be game one. It's that's not looking like, but if it was game one, I would have Thomas Bryant starting 100%, 1000%, but he's not starting. I got Spencer at the one. I got Brad at the two, obviously I got Rui at the three. I got Trez at the four, and I got Daniel Gafford at the five. That w- that's my starting five right there. Um, I know people might – I mean, maybe Davis could be starting at the four. He's, you know, he's 6'10". He's almost seven foot. But, again, that's, that's just what I'm – I'm going into the season thinking – I know Davis had a very, very down season. And, and, obviously, he's not much of a force really down low. He's, he, you know, he stands out in the wing. Daniel Gafford, Ed, I don't know. I don't know about you, man, but if Thomas Bryant's hurt, that's their that's their go-to center. Yeah, um, I yeah. The only the only time I disagree with you is the center position. Okay, all right. Okay. Who, who did you have at the three and the four? I had at the three and the four. I had I had Rui at the three, and at the uh, four I had Trez, Montrez Harrell. I'm sorry if I'm calling him Trez, guys. That's his nickname. Yeah. For, for, for those of you out there that don't know, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Montrez here, I have it at, at the four. I have Rui at the three. Okay, okay. So, I, I just disagree with really three through four. I, ha- I do have Rui in this starting. Oh, I know you got Kuz at the three. Tell me, Ed. Come on. You got it. You got Kuz, man. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah, I know. I've just convinced myself that Kyle Kuzma is going to be the next uh, most improved Laker love it, love it, in uh, love NBA it. history. But it could be either one. If, if KCP starts, I'm not mad at that either. Kuz might be better coming off the bench, actually. Uh, I think he could, you know, come in and average 15, 18 off the bench. It would be a good spark. Right. And um, would play against, you know, lesser competition than the starters off the bench. That's, that's kind of like – no, I mean, Montrose Hero, I think he likes going up against that second unit because – you know, it's just it's going up against the second string guys, and he just he just mur- he kills that second unit. Same thing with Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams. They just kill that bench unit every time. But 
Um, I got gas starting. I, I I disagree with Thomas Bryant too. This is okay. where I think a lot of okay. people go back and so, forth on this one. So too. you don't. So if Thomas Bryant was hurt, was fully healthy, you fully healthy start. Okay, you don't think he would start. I got I got Gafford starting. I just okay. firstly I like Gafford better than Thomas Bryant. I Gafford. think Thomas Bryant is better offensively. Offensively, he can shoot the three. I think he's better post. Gafford is not a guy where you're just gonna throw it in there. Okay, yeah, do a hook shot or do an up and under. I don't think I saw that one. I don't think I saw Gafford really even try a post move, and that's fine. Same thing with Clint Capella. Same thing with Rudy Gobert. Same thing with DeAndre Jordan when he was good with the Clippers. Jared Allen for the Cavs. All these uh, skinny, linky, lean, big men that just catch lobs. Um, that's that's just what we need. I just want to see in blocking shots. Thomas Bryant. I love Thomas Bryant. I really do. I love Thomas Bryant when we first got him. The energy, like you said before, pumping up the crowd, yelling, going crazy. Some of the you know the charisma, the theatrics. I love it all. I love it all from Thomas Bryant, but the, the defense is just not there for me. Maybe Wes Unsell could change it, but Gafford, the way he changed his team, the record when we got him, I think he was the steal of the NBA trade trade deadline. He was the steal. And when I saw him catch lobs and just finish around the rim, I was like, that's what the Wizards need. We haven't had a big like that since forever. Really forever. I love Gortat, but he wasn't he wasn't jumping above the rim like that. But um, I, I would just start Gafford. I think Wes Unsell, he's a defensive-minded coach. Right. And I think a guy like Gafford fits more of what he's trying to do. But on the contrary, too, Nikola Jokic was not above the rim big. And he did work out with Wes Unsell as a, as a defensive coach. So maybe he could get Thomas Bryant to be a good defender. But I just think for me, what the Wizards need, I just think that energy and that tenacity and finish around the rim and blocking shots, I just think Daniel Gafford is a better all-around I would say it's hard to say all around, but I just think his defense outweighs in his finishing and blocking shots. His defense outweighs what Thomas Bryant can do offensively. Ed, I I totally agree with you that they need defense first because last year it was atrocious. I mean, every, everyone watching knows it. Right. It, it was obvious. Atrocious. It just was. And, and the players knew it too. I mean, that's what they were given. I mean, that's what the roster was given at hand. And you're right. Wes is going to want – a better defensive, you know, starting five. And, and you're right. As a rim protector, Daniel Gafford is is much more of a better rim protector than, than you know, say, a Thomas Bryant. More tall, more, you know, versatile, like, honestly, more quick down the floor. But, again, Thomas Bryant, man, you know, the, when he's healthy, those guys, it's going to be great seeing how they play off each other coming in and out. I mean, you got Gafford, lob threat, a great defensive player. And you got Thomas Bryant, also a threat down low. Big, big, big threat down, you know, outside of the three-point line because, again, he was shooting, what, 43% from outside, one of the best, you know, out of the bigs in the league. And that's significant. And to tell you the truth, having this problem is a great problem for the Wizards right now, Ed. It is. Is it not? (laughs) Having this discussion is a very, very great problem to have. So so that's great when just praying that Thomas Bryant is, is, you know, gets as healthy as he can as soon as possible, right? Just, you know to ease that in, take some pressure off, off of Gafford, off the other big men, you know, like Montrez Harrell, like, you know, I guess, you know, Adavis Bertans. But, again, he's more of a wing, even though he's almost seven foot. But, again, yeah, Ed, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, d- deny that, that that's uh, probably the lineup they're going to be looking for to start the season. Yeah, I mean, defensively for sure with, with West. I mean, Gafford's all that. 
Yeah, I mean, in Davies, I don't see him starting. I think he's good off the bench if if he's even around when the season starts. I think he will be here on the roster just because he can shoot the ball so well. 2020, he was so good. I mean, shooting the ball. Best season by far, but again, one great season. Ed, do you think he had – I mean – and is anyone going to eat this contract too? I mean, yeah, I don't really, I don't really think he's tradable. To be honest, right now, I think he, if right. he is moved, it has to be at the trade down trade deadline. He has to play well. I mean, the, the zero points and six fouls. He had, what he had zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists. I, I think he was old for everything, <laughs> and uh, and he Not fouled good. out as well. So we back. know he's a we know he's an efficient shooter. Is he like eighty or eighty five million, whatever they gave him? Of, yeah, you know, an efficient shooter. I I don't know if he's that right especially after one season they gave him one season they gave him that right obviously that wasn't the same injuries played a factor but ed i'm not going to have my uh, uh my, i'm not getting my my hopes you know high for for davis bertans this year having a great you know shooting season or really like you know a healthy season you know for that because he has proven to be injury prone so again ed Right now, I, besides that, I, I think they have a really, really good plan going into the season, especially with Bradley Beal at the focal point. Now you got a lot, of, you got a lot of younger guys too. I mean, how do we think Denny Advia and you know now this kid coming out of Gonzaga? How do we feel about Corey Kispert? Uh, I like Corey Kispert. Um, didn't have the best summer league, and it wasn't all his fault. Um, Cassius Winston didn't play the legend Isu Sanin didn't play, you know, a lot of guys had COVID or, you know, contact tracing. So it was just, it was a weird, it was um, tough. It was, tough. Yeah, it was sure. just a lot of weird, you know, wizards, they just been struck by COVID. Like you said earlier with the USA, Bradley Bill couldn't even play in the USA game or in the Olympics. Right. Um, there was a time where the wizards didn't play for two weeks during the season. So we, we just can't get away from COVID at all. Um, but yeah, summer league was rough. Uh, it was a lot of guys going out there that just wanted to make a name for themselves, which is what the summer league is for. You know, it's their last chance. I mean, we saw, you know, Brandon Knight was playing in the summer league. Michael Beasley was playing in the summer league too. So that was funny. I think, I want to say Jimmer Fredette played in the yeah, summer Yeah, man. A lot of guys trying to make rosters. Yeah. A lot of guys trying to make rosters and not a lot of guys who are looking, Oh, you're a first round pick. Oh, okay. I, I couldn't care less. I'm not trying to set you up for a three. I'm trying to go here and, and get this and one bucket if I can and just throw right. anything up. So, right. Uh, that's kind of what I saw out there. Um, I think the third, his best game was against the Bucks, where he had 19 points, and they were moving the ball around. That was the best movement they had, and they won the game too. Um, but yeah, Corey Kispert, he's going to be a work in progress. He might even play some games with the Capital City Go Go. Isaiah Todd is definitely going to be on the on the Capital City Go Go. He's a guy because he's only 19, 20 years old. So he's definitely going to be in the – and that's not a bad thing. There's been good players that played in the G League. So I don't want anybody to be like, oh, he's playing the G League. This is a bust. This is a terrible pick. Um, so no, I, hear you. I, I, I like the Kispert pick, to be honest with you. But, hey, Kispert, man, I mean, you know, he, he played four years in college. I know, you know, his, his age is up there for, for you know, a first-round draft pick. But, again, he was almost – in college, his last year, he was almost 50-40-90. Right. Very, 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 very close. And that translates to the league for sure. Averaging almost 20 and five. I mean, and you know, they had a, they had a trip to the national championship. I mean, Corey, that guys like that make a living in the league, Ed, you know, guys like that, 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 that spend that much time in college that are great shooters that are able to, you know, get, you know, really, really get bucks like that from all over the court, mid range, I mean, behind the arc, whatever it is translates. I mean, Corey Kispert could, I mean, he could really, I mean, you know, he really could end up being, you know, like a 10, 12 year, you know, wing 
Honestly, if he find, you know, if, I mean, three and D guy like that, if he, if he is able to make a living, you know, on the defensive end, absolutely. I don't, I don't doubt that whatsoever. And I think that was a great pick for the, for the wizards. Tommy's doing a great job, man. I, I really can't knock him right now. It just seems like a different, it just seems like a, such a different aura since Ernie has left from, from oh, yeah. the moves that, that he's made. Everything that every move that has been made, is just seems like a, such a different, different era. If that makes sense. It does, and they got younger. Um, everybody, I, th- I want to say there's no player over the age of 30, which is crazy. I mean, Montrezl Hero is 27 years old. You would think that he's like 30 just kind of by the way he looks and that he's been in the league forever. But, um, yeah, Corey Kispert, he played with guys like Gonzaga that were really good. Javon Suggs, uh, top, uh, top 10 draft pick. Uh, Drew Timmy, who's going to be a lottery pick probably next year, and Joel Ajayi. They had a good team, and they passed the ball to each other. Um, but yeah, Tommy made some moves, man. He made some good moves this offseason. I like the moves that he made. We got younger, we got deeper. Uh, I thought we got tougher as well. We got some blue collar guys that play hard and can play above the rim as well. Um, some guys that compliment Bradley Bill, and we got some defenders as well. So, um, but I do want to get your pulse before we wrap up on the Eastern Conference. Um, the over under for the Wizards. Um, do you know what the over under for the Wizards is? Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna right now. I, I do not know. What is it? What is it? <laughs> so yeah, it's it's 34 and a half. Oh my god! Which is not great because you know we are playing 82. Is it 82 games. It's not gonna oh be the 75 or whatever. That's what Vegas has. The Wizards at is 34 and a half. 34 and a half. So man, I'm, I'm taking play. the over. I don't even need to hear anything else. I'm taking the over. Are you crazy? Yeah. Come on out there. Lockdown Wizards. If you're if you guys are out there taking the over, come on. Yeah, put put that bet in on Bet Online. What it is. That's what it is. Bet online right there. Hop on to Bet Online right now and you go and you bet the over. 34 games. Laughable. Please. Right. But yeah, Tommy didn't make he didn't he didn't sign the Yan Mahimis of the world. He didn't sign Andrew Nicholson and guys like that. He didn't make that move. He got he got younger. And Tommy's had a way of finding some guys that I'm not going to call them busts, but um, guys that, you know, later round pick, second round picks. Daniel Gafford was a second round pick, made a great trade for that. Thomas Bryant was a second round pick. Both of these guys are playing well. Um, and he found ways to make trades and get those guys in. I guess the only bad pick was really maybe trading for Jerome Robinson, who got cut earlier this year. Yeah, he got cut. Yeah. Yeah, we thought that was going to be good early on, but but yeah, I mean, he honestly he would, really wasn't even given a chance. He he got hardly any playing time. He yeah. was just really just you know he would just dress, and that was that was it. Right. Yeah. And, and you know Chandler Hutchinson, he was thrown in the Daniel Gafford deal. The uh, Mr. TikTok right. guy, he got released. He actually got signed by the Suns the other day. But yeah, let me get back on topic here. So, um, where do you see? This is the last. We'll wrap it up after this. Where do you see the Washington Wizards finishing up this year? Where do you see them in, in the Eastern Conference? Like I said before, the Bulls man, they made moves. They got better. A lot right, of the teams the Bulls. The Knicks made lot, some good moves. A lot, lot of guys got better. You know, a lot of teams got better. I have the Wizards, though, in the six to eight seed range. That's where I have them right now. It's exactly where they have them. I have them right now. Because, again, right, we know that the Eastern Conference, when it does shake up, there's going to be seven – or six teams within what one or two games when it comes down the stretch, that's really what it's going to be. There's going to be so many teams, uh, you know, a half a game apart, a game apart, like so, so, so close. I, I really think that 
it, it could end up being, you know, wow, the Wizards missed the playoffs. Or, wow, like, they, they just made the playoffs because like, there were so many teams so close. The, the Eastern Conference this year, Ed, it, it's starting to, to become, you know, more of a, you know, everyone's been making fun of the Eastern Conference for the past 10 years. Obviously, I mean, you've followed basketball for a long, long time. And, right. You know, uh, maybe more than ten years, honestly, and and now the Eastern Conference is becoming like like a conference that has a lot of capable teams. Obviously, we have Brooklyn and and Milwaukee. You know, you have you know we don't know what's going to go on in Philadelphia right now with, with the whole Ben Simmons situation, which could shape up in in Washington. That is a big that's, that's a big question for Ben Simmons. But again, there's a lot of other great teams like, you know, the Knicks are coming up. The Hawks, obviously, they, they, they just went to the Eastern Conference Finals out of nowhere with a hurt team, with a hurt team, by the way. My God, that was, it was unbelievable watching them. So the Eastern Conference this year, Ed, it's no easy task, and it's a lot tougher than, than, the, than the common fan, than the average NBA fan who tunes in during the playoffs and just, that just knows, like, the headlines. People that watch, they're going to understand how great the, the Easter Conference is this year, for sure. They have a lot of teams ready for it, absolutely. I mean, as you said, the Chicago Bulls, they made a ton of moves, a ton of moves. So, Ed, I have the Wizards still in that 6-8 to eight range. I have them. How about you? You have them in the playoffs? Yeah, you have them out of the playoffs? That's fair. Um, and I, I named the teams off. Um, so like you said, Sixers or a top three, even if they trade, they're going to get some type of value for Ben. They're just playing right. hardball right. anyway. They want two first round picks and a player or is it going to be Bain? They want, they want like a hardened trade. They yeah, want, so. they want gold for this kid right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the guy who, whose confidence is broken, he won't even dunk the basketball, but he's still super talented. I get it. Ben Simmons right. is one of the right. most talented players in the NBA, uh, defensively and offensively just creating for others. So, okay. So. I mean, Brooklyn's Brooklyn. My, Milwaukee, that's number two for me, the number two seed. Sixers will be number three. Hawks will be number four again. Knicks, I, I think they have a better roster than the Wizards. Just not by far, not by much, because we saw what they did in the playoffs. Damn good defensive team, right? But but yeah. again, right? I mean, hey, hey, Ed, Ed, I don't know if you listen to to a lot of these these past episodes, but I but I grew up a Knicks guy. You know, I grew up a Knicks guy. <laughs> My heart is still close to the Knicks, and yes. Right. So you hate Trey Young. Yes. No, no. Hey, listen, all of New York hates Trey Young. Oh, they, right. they do. I, I myself, I am a basketball fan before anything. And my, and it is a pleasure watching that kid play. My, I, I, I love ice Trey. Are you kidding me? I, that kid, I, how quickly him and Luka Doncic were able to like pretty much take over this league, become superstars, become all-stars like, like they have been. My yeah, God. it's crazy. It's unbelievable. But keep going. Hopefully Marvin Bay, we can make it yeah. too. Right, right. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Right. But uh <laughs> um Miami, they would probably be the fifth seed. I said Hawks. Miami. Um, yes. Yeah, no, getting Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler. The, the, the guys that they already have, Bam. Didn't they pick up didn't they pick up PJ too? PJ Tucker, up, yeah, you're right. They picked up the no point specialist. The no point specialist, just defensive <laughs> specialist, right? Like that guy. He'll hack up like one three in a playoff right. game and just like put up like a ridiculous stat line. No points, one assist, like four, like 14 rebounds, like you know, Dennis Robin, like that type of you know. Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's right. yeah, and, and that's his role that he loves doing that. Um Celtics are the Celtics. So I think I've named seven teams so far. And oh, yeah. then after the Bulls, that's eight. 
There's eight teams that could possibly be better than the Washington Wizards, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, Vucevic, Pat yeah. Williams. It's a good team. It's a good roster. Great teams, yeah. Um, and then we're going to be fighting with the Pacers, the Hornets, um, who have LaMelo Ball. they got Kelly Oubre now, who Wizards fans love to death, which I – I know oh, pitchforks are going to come out for me, but I've never been the biggest Kelly Oubre fan, to be honest. Okay, I hear you. Um, I love Kelly. I love Kelly's swag. I'm, I'm not I like it, lie. too. I like it, too. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I like it. I like it a lot, too. I, I really do. I love his swag. Um, but uh, – and then after that, the the Cavaliers, I don't see them making the playoffs. Magic, Detroit, I guess you can just forget about those teams. Um, so, yeah, I think we're around nine. I would say nine, eight. So, Ed, 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 let's just tell the listeners right now. They want to know what you think. Do you got the Wizards in the playoffs, or do you got to miss in the playoffs? Early on, before, before, well before the season. This, so, I'm going to so say you, eight again. I think we end up being eight again. I think we get again, the play-in. I think we're just going – we're a deeper team. I think in the play-in, we're going to show that our depth is going to help us out because we just have so many guys that we can throw at other teams now, you know, with Kuzma. I got a feeling we're going to make a trade at the trade deadline, too. And Tommy Shepard, oh, he, sure. he loves he loves the trade deadline. He always makes a move. He has something up his sleeve. So, I think we're going to improve with the trade deadline. I think one of the bigs are going to be gone. I don't think we're going to keep this three-man rotation like we did last year. I got a feeling one of the, one of the three bigs are going to be gone. Most likely, I feel like uh, Harold is going to be I – w- I would hate to see him go because I think he's very talented and he plays so hard. I just got a feeling one of the guys, one of the Lakers is going to be gone. That's, they can that's be what dealt. I yeah, I mean, a lot of guys can be dealt for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So you got them at the eight? I got them at eight, yep. Awesome, eight. awesome. Hey, well, there it is. There it is, folks. I mean, I got them at like either six to eight. Ed has them at eight. Hopefully we can get that result so we can have some play, some more playoff basketball in Washington, D.C. If not, oof, let's hope not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But no, man. Right, Ed- before we wrap up here, um, this episode is brought to you by Locked On Bets. Betting on the NFL or NBA doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blog specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. And um, before we wrap up, Anthony, do you have anything that you want to plug or for people to check out that you got upcoming? Hey, man, no, I'm just so happy to be a part of this. Um, don't know how much I'm going to be on this uh, podcast this season. I'm so happy to, to talk with you, Ed. It was great, you know, discussing more Wizards hoops. I haven't done it in a while. I'm, I'm so, so happy to do it. Um, just, yeah, I'm fired up for the season, man. I can't wait till tip-off. How about you? Oh, yeah, um, I, I just – I can't wait. I can't wait, man. I, I just – I'm not a fan of the offseason at all. Um, watching these guys work out and do the little clips and – um, hoodie mellow type stuff and work teasing out you. And stuff. It's teasing. Yeah, it is. I, <laughs> I, I just can't, I can't wait for the, uh, for the season to finally start. So, but, um, I mean, you guys know where to find Anthony on Twitter. Um, make sure you guys follow him and, um, leave a good rating for locked on wizards and, and Anthony, I thank you. Uh, I thank you for coming on once again. Thanks a lot, Ed. Locked on, faithful. We love you. We can't wait to rock with you again. Ed has been doing a phenomenal job. Can't wait to listen to him more. Guys, always love rocking with you. Ed, anything else? No, that's it. We'll wrap it up, man. Um, Buccaneers beating the Cowboys. Hopefully they keep it up, and you guys have a good one. Peace. Hey, Prime members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.